We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, everybody. What is going on? How you doing? What's up? Welcome to a very abbreviated episode of the future award-winning Talking Buffalo podcast, part of the Blue Wire Network. I'm your host, Patrick Moran. You can follow me on Twitter, at Pat Moran Tweets. Uh, big thank you to everybody out there, as always, for continuing to listen and download. Support the show. It really means a lot to me. If you have not yet subscribed, please go ahead and do that right now. So, a couple things here. And again, I just said this is going to be a very abbreviated episode. I just wanted to make sure that I got something out on Tuesday. Uh, a couple things. <laughs> First and foremost, if you're a regular listener to the show, you're probably understanding and realizing right off the bat that I sound very different right now. And there's a reason for that. Typically, I record this podcast in my home studio, which is located in Bradenton, Florida. And I don't know, what is this, 316 episodes or, or so in right now. This is a first for me. I am actually recording this. And it's funny just even looking at it. In fact, I, you know what? I got to take a photo and make sure this goes on my Twitter page. I am recording this episode right now in a car in a parking lot at the Buffalo Airport. <laughs> Like I said, I wanted to make sure I had a little something out for everybody on Tuesday morning, and this is probably going to be the only chance that I have to do something. I had hopes, by the way, to do a show. I was going to tape it late on Sunday night. This is early Monday afternoon right now, but unbeknownst to me, especially on a Sunday, good luck finding somewhere open in Buffalo to be able to sit down with the guest and uh, have a beer or even a cup of coffee at this point and tape something. It just was it going to happen? So anyway, I am coming to you live of sorts from a handheld microphone with a little portable recorder and a laptop all jammed into my front seat in a rental car at the Buffalo airport. But anyway, it was a great trip being back in Buffalo. I was here from Thursday, early Thursday, and I'm flying out here on a early Monday afternoon. And the reason why I came up to Buffalo, not that I need a reason. I mean, I'm always trying to get back up to Buffalo whenever possible. But my son, Shane, he's um, Clarion University had their spring game. Shane is going to be playing college football for them next year. And they wanted all the recruits to be there for their their scrimmage, their offense, defense scrimmage, or spring game. 
So we flew from Florida up to Buffalo, and then on Saturday morning, took about, I don't know, it's like a three-hour drive to his campus where he's going to be going, Clarion University, which was fun. It was a good experience, and uh, it was cold, though. <laughs> That's one thing, and I know I'm being soft here, but I'm going to have to get used to that. It was pretty cold this weekend, Friday, Saturday, but not, all in all, not bad. But anyway, um, just quickly here today, all I'm going to do is just hit on a couple talking points, highlights of my trip to Buffalo that kind of are related to this podcast, at least in some sort of way. And like I said, I'm not going to take up a lot of your time today. I don't like being in this car and the way I sound and anything, but I didn't want to not put out something. So anyway, on Thursday, for the most part, I got off the plane, went to my mom's house for, I don't know, maybe an hour, less than that. And then right away, I was off to 26 shirts, Main Street, North Buffalo. I do casual Friday on this podcast every week with Del Reed. And obviously, typically, I hook up with him via whether it's a phone call or Zencast or some kind of computer app, and we tape the show. Being in Buffalo, obviously, I wanted to take advantage of having the chance to sit down with Dell in person, which I've done once before that. But anyway, so I went to the office, and I'll tell you what, man, really nice there. What a great job they're doing. Huge building, that tri-main building. I had no idea until I walked in just how big that building is. But anyway, 26 Shirts has a nice office on the third floor there. So I met up with Dell. He showed me around. Very nice uh, front room that they got to do their work. They got a uh, a retail little room that they're going to be opening soon to the public where they'll be selling a lot of their shirts. In fact, a couple of the shirts you can only buy there. You can't even get them online. And then he showed me the production room where... The shirts are made and and things like that. I got a sneak peek at a couple of upcoming shirts. But anyway, just a, a great experience. I, I'm a big fan of Dell. Everybody knows that. And uh, we have a good relationship. And I love doing a show with him. So it was nice to be able to see him in person and sit down with him face-to-face and tape there. Which, by the way, <laughs> it was a little bit weird. First of all, big open room. Like I said, it's just a little different sound than I'm used to in his staff, he has like maybe four people there working with them. They were all there in the big room. So it was a little bit awkward and weird for at least for me at first anyway, but we adjusted pretty quickly and, and uh, I thought we did a good podcast. But anyway, so big shout out to Del Reed and 26 Shirts. It was a, it was a great thrill to, uh, to be able to spend a little bit of time with him. And then the other thing, which <laughs> I love doing, it's, it's one of my favorite things. Everybody who follows me on Twitter just knows me, knows about my chicken wing reviews and power rankings. I was up to 67 coming up on this trip, so 67 different places. I've reviewed, power ranked, put them in certain tiers. I have seven of them, but I've been stuck now for a long time because of COVID. So I didn't really get a chance to get up and add anything new. In fact, I was up here for a short amount of, short amount of time during Christmas, but I didn't get a chance to add anything. But anyway, I got, uh, what was it here? Four? Four different places I went to. Two of them were old places that I've been to before, and two of them were brand new. So to, re- to recap, uh, the two that I've been to before, Sunny Reds, which is on Abbott Road in Lackawanna, and they're elite. I- I've said that many times. Uh, I think they're one of Western New York's most underrated places to go for wings. They don't have a lot of flavors. Like, they don't mess around with all those signature special sauces. But what you're going to get is a medium or a hot wing that's right on par with the the very best that you'll get anywhere. The owner, Justin's a really good guy. He's 
accommodated me several times. I've done multiple shows before at Sunny Reds. I've sat down with Eric Wood there. I've sat down with Joe Biscalia. I've been able to sit down there with Reed Ferguson of the Buffalo Bills. So it's a great place and really good wings. I went there my first night there for wings and also met up with a couple friends. Had a good time. So anyway, that was Sunny Reds. And then on Friday night, and again, I've been to this place several times, Mooney's on Military Road. Pretty good wings. Not the best, to be completely honest with you. There's better wings, but they're better known for other stuff anyway. Like their mac and cheese is as good as it gets anywhere in Western New York. They got a great menu, great burgers, huge burgers. But the wings are okay. They're not bad. They're pretty good. I had those, met up with a couple of high school buddies. And uh, that was fun. But as for the two new places, I just want to spend a couple minutes talking about them. And I wrote about them on Moranalytics.com, my blog. And I also tweeted about these. One of them was the Yelling Goat in Lancaster. I went there on Sunday for like brunch. Met up with three buddies of mine. And we got two different types of wings. First of all, I went there on the recommendation of several people on this Facebook wing group. They said that these wings were really good and these... Burbear wings were their specialty and some of the best you'd get anywhere in Western New York. So anyway, I went there, got 20 wings, 10 hot, and 10 of these Burbear wings. Let me say this, because I have to. I know, for them, look, I don't take chicken wings serious, and neither should you, okay? I write reviews. I make comparisons to quarterbacks. I make a couple jokes, but I'm also... To some extent, serious, like I'm honest in my reviews. And I don't think that my take is important. I don't think it's more important than anyone else's. But I do realize and understand and appreciate that there's a chunk of people who actually do put some stock into what I say. So I try to be as honest with people as possible because I'm putting my name on it. If I say that I think a place is great and you go there and, and it sucks, you're going to let me know about it. So I don't take that, at least that part of the responsibility lightly. I don't like to say something's good. Just I'm, I don't, I'm not a negative person. I don't like saying anything negative about places, but I also need to be honest because kind of I'm putting my name to anything that I recommend or I don't recommend. Anyway, in terms of these wings, I'm going to be honest with you. Didn't like them. I didn't think they were very good at all. Again, I got hot and the Burbear. Uh, let's start with the hot. Those were the better of the two. They were cooked well. But I don't know, man. You know, crispy is the way we, we obviously like our wings, but these were almost like dry. Uh, it's just something about them I didn't like. The sauce was okay. It was all right. In fact, it was decent, but there wasn't enough sauce. And I don't order them any specific way. I don't say, can you give them extra crispy or extra saucy? I'll say, can I get 10 hot wings or 10 medium wings, whatever have you, and just see how they present them or how they bring them out. These lack sauce big time. Not enough sauce. And I don't want to have to ask a, a waitress for a thing of hot sauce on the side. Shouldn't have to do that, especially in Buffalo when you order wings. Didn't like them. But those were the better of the two. The Burberry. Again, look, I got to be honest with you, man. I don't, I don't see it. I don't get it. Heard a lot of people talking about these wings. I thought this Burberry sauce, I think I'm pronouncing it right. 
I thought it was pretty bland. And again, not enough sauce. In fact, this time, unlike the hot sauce, I actually did ask the waitress because these are their specialty wings. I asked for more sauce on the side. So she brought out a bowl and I dipped them in and just, I don't know, man, and just didn't care for the sauce. I thought it was pretty, I can't even explain it. Almost like boring tasting. I don't get it at all. So not a fan of their wings. Unfortunate, but you know, like I said, I, I got to keep things real with everybody. Tell you this though, I did like the place, the Yelling Goat. It's on Central Avenue in Lancaster, by the way. Good food on a whole. First of all, it's a really nice place. It's cozy. It's comfy. It's kind of got an old school vibe to it that I, I really enjoy. It's a great place to go with the family or go on a date to get some lunch or, or some dinner. Um, the people that I were with, they did not get wings and. Their food looked good. My one buddy, Larry, got chicken fingers and fries. And man, what a huge portion. It took up pretty much the whole plate. And he enjoyed his. I had a friend who got a calzone. I mean, this was one of the bigger calzones I've seen in a very long time. It's huge. It's probably going to take her an entire week to be able to finish that bad boy. And then uh, my one friend got a pizza. They got like a New York kind of thin crust pizza. And I had a slice of that, man. It was pretty good. Nothing spectacular. I heard a couple people on Twitter talk about their pizza being great. I don't know if I'd go that far, but it was a solid slice of pizza that I had. Mini slices, by the way. It's like kind of, I don't want to say personal because it's bigger than personal, but it's like a pan size. So anyway, their pizza was good. The place was nice. The service was very nice. Um, Great server. I think her name was Mackenzie. She was awesome. Reasonably priced. Although I'll tell you what, though, thirteen ninety nine for a single order wings is not—it's not a ripoff, but I wouldn't call that cheap either. But on a whole, like I would recommend the place, but I—I I won't go there again for the wings. That's for sure. Anyway, I'm going to take a real quick break. When I come back, I'm going to talk about a place that I did love the wings. In fact, I can't wait to let you guys know about this. So I'll have that on the other side of this quick break. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, welcome back. Talk about Flow Podcast coming to you recorded live in my rental car in a parking lot at the Buffalo Airport as I get ready to head back to Bradenton, Florida. So anyway, before the break, I talked about Yelling Goat and 
how I just, I simply could not recommend that place if you're going there for the wings. Other food, sure. Wings, no. On Friday, I went with my son to a place that was recommended to me by Sal Capaccio from WGR originally. And then Josh Reed from Channel 4 told me that the wings were really good and I had to try them. And the place is called Sports City Pizza Pub. It's on Niagara Street near West Delavan on the west side of Buffalo. Uh, <laughs> I'm just, again, I like to be honest with people. And I was rude, and I'm going to be honest about this too. I'm from the west side. I'm born and raised on the west side. So when there's a business on the west side, I want it to do well. I root for it to do well. And I walked in, and we got 20 wings, 10 hot. And we had 10 Louisiana Cajun. And I'm going to tell you what, these wings were incredible. Elite wings. Unbelievably good. The hot wings. Well, actually, no, you know what? They weren't hot. We got medium. My son's not a huge hot fan. So we got 10 medium and 10 Louisiana Cajun. Anyway, the medium wings were good, man. Plenty of taste to them. They were hot, but they weren't like too hot. You can handle them. They were a typical medium wing, but they were cooked perfect. They were crispy. Crispy, but unlike the wings I talked about earlier, they've tasted tender. Once you started biting on them, they were, they were cooked perfect, man. They were good. The sauce was great. These Louisiana Cajun wings, though, holy shit, dude. They were so good. <laughs> they were so good. Oh, salty. I will say that. Like salty to the in to the point where maybe somebody won't like them and won't be able to handle them. But shit, man, I, I loved them. They were so tasty. Oh my god, they were so so good. Oh. I'm already I'm thinking about it right now. I'm like fantasizing about these wings sitting in a in a car in a in a parking lot at the airport. These wings are the truth. This place is incredible, man. And we also had a slice of pizza. Again, I do wing reviews, but I heard stuff about the pizza, so I had to have a slice. And you know what? No letdown. Great pizza. Pizza was great. I love this place. I'm just going to be completely honest with you. I love this place. By the way, good pricing too, at least for the wings. $18.99. I wrote this in my notes. $18.99 for a double. That's a good deal. I think a slice was a cheese and pepperoni slice, maybe three bucks. You can't beat that. That's great. Great wings, great pizza, great interior. Like the lighting is really cool in there. It's got this vibe, plenty of room, tons of TVs. Like this is the place to go watch a football game or a hockey game and have some food. Beer wise, I'm personally not a fan of this, but I know a lot of people are. So I'm going to bring it up. They have craft beers, a lot of them. And if you like craft beers, that's awesome. I'm not really a craft beer guy. The only non-craft beer choice on their drink menu is a pint of Labatt Blue or Labatt Blue Light, which is like four fifty. And frankly, that's a little, not a little, that, that is overpriced for Buffalo, I think. So if you're going there to get drunk and you don't like craft beers, that'd probably be literally the only scenario where I can't recommend this place. That's it. Besides that, and then, by the way, they also have the, the EBC Blueberry, which I do like. $4 a bottle. That's not bad at all. But anyway, it's a typical craft beer selection. Good beers. 
ranging from, I don't know, like that six, seven dollars, pretty common, I'm sure, with like Hamburg Brewery and Resurgence and all of them. But that's just part of the appeal there. I think you go there to eat and maybe have a beer or two. But the food, man, top everything about this place. Here's a hot take. I'm gonna say this. There might be there are a couple places in Western New York that if you're going strictly to eat, their wings might be a little bit better. Not a lot, but a little bit. Like my Mount Rushmore places, 9-11, uh, Barbell, Elmo's, Macy's Place Pizzeria. I got them. That, that's my Mount Rushmore of places for wings. And then I got like Dalmatia Hotel right there with them. And Sports City uh, Pizza Bob's right there too. They're right there. They're on that next level. And when you combine their wings with their pizza, now you're talking just Macy's Place Pizzeria and Sports City Pizza Pub. Those are the only two places I could think of in Western New York, whether, whether it's pizza and wings, if you want both of them, these are the two best places in Western New York to go to. And then from there, you add the ambiance, the vibe, the space, the inside, the way it looks, the ability to watch games, that's where Macy's Place Pizzeria falls off because it's a small pizzeria. Sports City is a, is a pub. It's, it's a bar. It's a restaurant. And in my opinion, for that reason, honest to God, I'm going to say it. I think Sports City Pizza Pub might be the best place in Western New York to go to. If you want a, a couple hours out, you want a night out, you want to go out for dinner, and you want everything, the food, um, the, the, the coziness, the vibe, the, the beer, the, the TVs, huge TVs, nice memorabilia on the wall. They got t-shirts for sale too, and a bunch of them. You add all that stuff up together, this might be the best place in Western New York. This is, I think, my new favorite place to go in Western New York. When I'm back, hopefully for good soon, but regardless when I'm back, I'll be going there all the time. I'll be going there all the time. I love it. It's awesome. I cannot recommend enough to everyone out there. If you're listening right now and you have not been to Sports City Pizza Pub, go there. Go there. And as much as I would love to take credit for discovering this place, I can't. I can't. So I gotta, again, I got to throw out the props. Sal Cabaccio told me about it. I would not have known we're not for sale. And then Josh Reed. Anyway, go check that place out. It's incredible. So there, I, yeah, four places I went to. Too new, too old. And as always, I look forward to, you know, trying new places. I think on my list now, I'm up to 69 places and I'll add them. I'm going to do a, a spring chicken wing power rankings list, all 69 places broken up into like seven different tiers. I'll do that soon. Anyway, before I get out of here, and again, I just, I appreciate your time right now. And like I said, I'll be back to normal episodes going forward, but I, I just wanted to make sure that I at least threw out a little something for everybody. I just want to talk about the Sabres quickly here because while I was in Buffalo, I did watch three of their games. It was Thursday night against Washington and then Saturday and Sunday afternoon games against Pittsburgh. Of course, the Sabres won two of them. And man, this team is fun. It's fun. Buffalo Sabres hockey is fun. Usually you got to go back in the archives of podcasts to talk about old takes, old takes exposed, whatever you want to call it. That were terrible. On this, on this podcast, I don't know. You got to go, what, back maybe four weeks? Not even? What a difference this team is. Holy shit, man. It, it's almost, 
It's almost hard to fathom at this point. It really is. Thursday night, so I was at Sunny Reds and I watched the game and fans were actually starting to pay attention. Now, I haven't been in Buffalo and I know the bar situation hasn't been good with COVID. But I bet you up until recently, these games probably were like background noise at best. People didn't give a shit. But now you can start to feel, again, just being here and talking to some friends of mine and running into some fans, man, you could tell that that the uh the excitement is back in Buffalo Sabres hockey. And I'm here for it, man. I love it. Don Granado at this point feels like a lock to be the Sabres head coach going forward. Get that interim tag lifted. That feels like a lock to me. And it should. It should. Six, three, and three in his last twelve. I think it what they lost his first six games, but you know it took him some time probably to figure out some combination and see what he's got. This team's just playing different hockey. Tons of promise. You know, I hesitate to say exciting, excitement. I should say. I'm sorry. I, I hesitate to use that word about the future, at least anyway, the present and the future, excitement. But I feel pretty good by saying promise. There's a lot of promise with this team right now. I mean, Casey Middlestat. Looks like a star. I was calling him a bust earlier this year. I admit it. I'm not proud of it. Should have had more patience with him, but I didn't. I figured it was just a matter of time before he officially became a bust, but he looks great, man. And he's playing center. You kidding me? Dylan Cousins looks great. He's one of the few Sabres, along with Sam Reinhart, probably that's played well all year, whether it was Kruger or Granado, but he's played well. Tage Thompson looks like he could be a good Maybe third-line winger. A lot more than you could have said about him earlier in the season. He looked dead in the water. So at least maybe they'll get a little something to show for Ryan O'Reilly. I'm good with Tate Thompson the way he's looking right now. Uh, Rasmus Dahlin, I mean, what more could be said? He went from generational superstar to Mike Weber over the last, I don't know, year and a half. And he's not he's got a long way to go. But, man, he just turned 21 years old. Don't forget that. Dude just turned freaking 21 years old, all right? He's young. But anyway, he looks like a completely different person with Don Granado. And ditto for Henry Yokiaru. He looks really good. Rasmus Asplin, this guy's getting almost a born game since he's been up. Like, why wasn't he up in Buffalo a couple months ago? I just don't get it. That's a nice little young core right there. I just ran off six guys. R2 Rissolanian, he looks, he looks pretty good. I blasted at first until I learned a little more about the details of the trade and why it happened. But that Taylor Hall to Boston trade, I hated it. I don't hate it anymore because I really like the way Anders Bork has looked. Much better than I expected. Kudos to Kevin Adams. Maybe he found something with that trade, you know? I like it. And you got guys like Bryson. Bryson's intriguing. Uh, Mattias Samuelson made his debut. I'm, I'm down to see more of him. Will Borgen's going to be back. Uh, Jeff Skinner, he's in a prominent role again, which I think he belongs there. Is he worth $9 million a year for the next several years? No, and he's never going to be. Never. But you know what? That's an untradeable contract. And rather than having him fledgling on a fourth line, I love that Granado's got him in a prominent role. Jack Eichel, hopefully, is going to be back fully healthy next year. And I hope Skinner plays with him again. I think he's going to. I like Jeff Skinner. I think he's got a lot to offer. 
And again, I mentioned Sam Reinhardt. He's been solid all year. I really like him a lot. I do. And again, I'm not going to go as far to say that I think the Sabres are going to be really good next year, that they're going to be a certainly not a cup contender, maybe a playoff contender. But I'll tell you what, man, these young guys, just like with the Buffalo Bills, these young guys, if they continue to get better and you get Jack, I go back next year again, healthy, motivated. Maybe you find a way to add a couple more pieces. First and foremost, goaltending. I know Tagarski's played pretty well lately, but I don't think he's the guy going forward. I don't think UPL is going to be ready quite yet. So you get Omar back and hopefully get another 1B or, or a quality number two goalie to play with him, man. There's no reason to not expect, you know, like consistent competitiveness with the Buffalo Sabres going forward. So, yeah, maybe not excited, but certainly promising. And uh, that's all you could ask for. One last thing, and then I'm definitely out of here. I got to give some congratulations in order. My man, Joe from Queens. I know his last name, but I am talking, of course, about Buffalo Wins on Twitter. Is now an engaged man. He got engaged. Congratulations, my brother. Did a pretty cool way, too, man, in New York. He put up on a movie billboard. I don't remember the words, but he professes love for his girl, Melanie. And asked him or asked her to marry him. And I, man, I couldn't be more happy for the dude. I wonder if she's going to make him soft though. Is she going to make him soft? Is he going to eventually come back on this podcast and not have those hot takes? Is he going to not blast people in the Buffalo media? Is he not going to blast Josh Allen Twitter in Buffalo Twitter because he's now going to be a married man? Is she going to civilize Joe from Queens? Stay tuned. (laughs) seriously though thank you joe and on that note i'm gonna get out of here thank all of you very very much for listening again i'm in a car and i'm at an airport i just wanted to throw a little bit something together just so i could stay in touch i know you're used to tuesday episodes i wanted to make sure i had something for you we will be back to normal for the rest of this week and going forward in fact On the show Wednesday, we're going to have Buffalo Bills Mock Draft version 5 with my man Aaron Quinn from Cover 1. That's been a lot of fun to do, and I kind of feel like it's been a little bit educational or at least informative. We've learned a lot about some of these prospects and how we think things are going to play out, and I think that's going to translate a little bit if you've been paying attention to how the Bills draft may play out with certain positions and certain things that they may need to do to get them. But anyway, two more of those left and version five will be on Wednesday with Aaron. And then I'll be back to casual Friday with Del Reed again on Friday. So thank you very much for listening. I say it all the time and there's so many podcasts out there. And if you're locked into this one for whatever, 15, 20, 30, 40 minutes, it means the world to me. It really does. I can't thank you enough. Forgive the sound this week, the quality. I sound, even in my own headphones, I know I sound very weird right now, but it is what it is. It's better than nothing. So thank you very much. Have a good one. And I will be back with a brand new episode from my home studio tomorrow.